Welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world, and welcome back for yet another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. It's your co-host, Jenny Scott, here with my favorite podcast co-host. I feel like I need to specify now, Dan the Mandarin. How are you, Dan? (laughs) Yes, well done, Jenny. I'm doing well. You know me, I I, I tend to speak exactly what's happening. And how am I doing? I am scratching. I am scratching. I live in Mosquito Central. Oh, I did not realize. (laughs) Oh my gosh, how bad they are. I came back from a run last night and I could feel them hitting my legs as I was running down my driveway. First of all, second of all, I feel like this is a reason not to run. So (laughs) another reason, 999. Jenny's reason. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. I know. Not to run. (laughs) This is one more. Thousand reasons not to run. But really, how. you know, how am I doing? I'm excited. I'm always excited to learn. I'm always excited to have people uh, on our podcast that can educate and empower uh, our audience. And we're sure to have some of that today. Absolutely. Who do we have with us today? We have Logan Dubay, which I've been pronouncing wrong for a long time. I just found <laughs> out. Uh, an old friend, an absolute fitness professional. Uh, If you've ever heard my soapbox speech about being a professional in this industry, um, Logan is the epitome of that. Uh, Logan is currently the director of education for Fitness World Canada, but Logan comes with a very long and distinguished background. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Logan, to give us a little bit of background and insight about where you started and how you got to where you are now. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And hello. It's awesome to be here. Jenny, great to meet you. You too. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm kind of in a I'm in a cool little new moment here in my career, which for having been at it over 20 years, um, is kind of an, a fun and exciting place to be. So I've actually just handed the reins uh, fitness world over to a former colleague, uh, one of our students, one of the trainers that I worked with for a long time. Um, and I've stepped into a new role. I'm still in education. Um, I now get to travel a little bit more while I'm doing my teaching. So I'm now working with the pain-free performance specialist certification. Um, So yeah, kind of exciting new, uh, not really changing gears, but kind of just stepping on the gas in a whole new way. Um, So yeah, if if we sort of, if if we look at the maybe bullet point version of how I got here, um, I was a soccer player. I was a goalie. I feel like sometimes that's important to mention because goalies are a little bit of a different breed. (laughs) Um, so I had a, I had a whole first career, um, as an athlete, I played, uh, in the U S I went over to, uh, to England for a little bit. I was kind of in the pool for team Canada. So I had a, I had a career as an athlete and really that's what got me into fitness because I had a really smart coach tell me, look, you're good, but if you want to prevent injuries and you want to be the best you can be, you got to get a little stronger. Um, and so I kind of headed into the gym pretty selfishly as an athlete to try to just be the best that I could. Um, and I had an amazing soccer career. I actually feel like I learned a lot of things there that made me a great trainer, not the working out part of things, but things like leadership. I was a team captain. Um, you know, goalies have to lead from the back. 
and just being on a team and learning how to work with lots of different kinds of people. I feel like those are skills that have sort of really helped me in fitness. Um, and then once I finished that sort of career, it, it kind of made sense to get into fitness. I did a lot of group fitness when I first got started. I got into personal training, obviously. Um, at a certain point, I got into club management and then leadership and then finally education. So over a couple of decades, I, I feel like I've done just about every single role there is, um, which was, was a cool way to learn tons of stuff. Um, and it's one of the reasons why I really like being in the position I'm in now, because I, I kind of feel like I can help anybody no matter where they're at, because I'm like, oh, yeah, I did that. And then here's what I did with it. And here's what I did next. And how can I help you? So uh, it's been an amazing career. And I'm excited to really just feel like I'm only in the middle of it. That's awesome. Now, of course, you're working with Dr. Russin now with the pain-free performance specialist. First of all, have you met him yet? Of course. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Awesome. We actually had him on our podcast way back when. He was one of our... I think our first handful of guests that we had on. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious, cause I'm actually trying to go to the one that's here in Phoenix in August, I believe, October, October, I think it is. Okay. Um, what's your role with that program? Yeah, so they've given me a director of education uh, role. So I get to help build certifications. I get to teach the certifications that we host uh, all over the world, some online, some international, some in North America. Um, and we're building out some really exciting resources because we want to not just introduce our coaches to the system. We really want to support them in developing it, being able to implement it with their clients, with themselves. Um, so I think, uh, I think one of the things I'm excited about is, is bringing some new things to, to how the PPSC is going to be able to support the industry. So I can't really say what all those are yet, um, yeah. but there's kind of some new projects that, uh, that I'm really excited to be able to help launch for the team to, to have our clients and our and our coaches and our trainers doing even more with our system. Very cool. I love that you guys are really growing that system because it's it's legit. It really is. If you guys haven't checked it out, definitely make sure to go back and listen to the podcast with Dr. Rustin on it. Um, phenomenal information, really good for any level of personal trainer. Um, but we're talking about more advanced stuff for people who maybe want to expand their career, expand their knowledge, open up their brains a little bit. But let's take it back to like an entry level or a brand new personal trainer. Um, what kind of skills or what aspects should they be most focused on if they're trying to reach more clients? Yeah, that's such a great question. You know, one of the things that we say a lot, a big part of my job, the, the last one that I was doing um, was saying, okay, congratulations, you're a certified personal trainer. Now what? Yeah. You know, like, like day one, you've got zero clients. Sometimes day 30, you've still got zero. Sometimes day 60. So your question is really, really important because I think where trainers really get focused is like, I want to learn more science and I want to learn more hacks for the body and nutrition. And all of that is super important. But I think what we really need to look at is how are you communicating with people? And the way that I think about it is you've got sort of three big buckets that you've got to communicate in. Number one, you've got to get people to hire you, right? Yeah. So you might be so smart but if you're not fun and friendly and, and you can't build rapport and, and people don't trust you, then they're not going to want to continue to spend time Ooh. with you, especially not if they have to pay for that, right? Reach. So, I see people on so Facebook all the time. Right? We're like, nobody will hire me. I'm like, don't you think it might be a personality issue? I'm just saying. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And so like, maybe let's just spend a minute in that bucket. Like, like you've got to be able to get people to hire you. You've got to help them get the results they hired you for in the first place. And then yeah. you've got to help them evolve to being a client for the long term, even after they've lost 10 pounds or learned how to squat or whatever it is, right? Yeah. But let's sit in that first bucket for a minute. Um, you know, I, I think it's easy to go learn more things to say 
And maybe what's a little bit harder is to like self-reflect, take a look, even get some feedback on like, but how are you saying it? Yeah. And usually, usually the problem is not that you don't have enough things to say, because that's easy, right? It's, it's like the Jeopardy trivia, just go study facts and learn them scenario. And, you know, I think Dan is one of the guys that did such a fantastic job of, of helping us teach this in, inside the system when we first met him is like, there's a really big people component that's going to far and away overcome the science and the technique and and all that stuff that like we geek out on, right? So I think a, a really big thing is like, can you talk to people that are a little bit different than you, older than you, younger than you, you know? Um, like, are you good at talking to your friend's moms? When you're in the <laughs> elevator, when you're in the elevator, what do you do? Do you just stand there awkwardly or can you like say something, break the ice? You know, when you get your coffee, do you just go like, oh, grande, curl macchiato? Or do you like have a conversation? And here's the thing, a lot of people think that it's like, well, I'm introverted, so I'm terrible at that. Or, you know, I don't have any, okay, it's a skill, right? There's personality and then there's skills. Your personality is valid no matter what it is, but what you need to work on and, and the things that we want you to accumulate are those communication skills and those are learnable. So anything you can do to, to get some help there and practice there, that's really gonna help you get your, your client list up and your business going. And it's really gonna help your reputation and it's really gonna help you have fun doing your job. So smart. I didn't even like, of course we think about like the personality aspects and like, you know, communicating with people, but I never even thought about like, if you're in the grocery store, do you talk to the people that are checking like your groceries out for you? So I'm that person that goes into my grocery store, by the way. And like, everybody knows who I am. They're like, oh, you're back. I'm like, hey guys. <laughs> like it's Perfect. ridiculous. But yeah, not everybody's as outgoing, but you have to be able to like, not be like what I call awkward turtle. I'm doing a little thing with my hands. Like <laughs> awkward turtle. You're making people around yeah. you feel uncomfortable because you're just a little awkward, right? So yeah, that's awesome. That's a great point. I like to think of it as, can I make them smile? I, I love making people smile. And most of the time, all you have to do is smile. But we don't do that enough, right? We get so caught up in ourselves. Uh, but most of the time, if you just smile because of the mirror neurons, it's kind of like, you know, if I, if I yawn, you yawn. Yeah. Um, it, because of the, the, the mirror neurons that, that, that are in our brain, if you just smile, nine out of 10 people will smile back. And that's a huge win right there. And if, if they don't, that's when you have to go to the, you know, one of your secret techniques of, of you know, complimenting or being funny, uh, but just dropping that anxiety. I love it. I love it. And I'm an introvert, Logan. So I know exactly <laughs> Me too. I know Me too. you are. We had to I learn. Know. We get it. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's, and it's work for an introvert. It's work. So, Logan, you've worked in a variety of, of different business formats. Um, you've done a lot from trainer to group exercise or group trainer, director of education. I got to meet you and see you in a leadership role, in an education role, in really developing people from, you know, like a little chick that just hatched out of the egg uh, to being able to spread its wings and, and fly out of the nest. It was really cool to see that. But there's, you know, when you're, when, you're, when you're coaching and you're giving advice and you're helping develop those careers, what kind of um, format or how do you suggest people kind of pursue and use their skill set? Now, I know you were working in a club model. However, you have coached many different types of coaches, whether it's, you know, doing their own thing, contracting online, et cetera. You know, do you have any tips on how that person 
can determine what's going to be a good fit for them? Yeah, and that's a great question too, because if you don't take a second to consider where you're going to go to work, you might end up in a place that really isn't suited for you, right? Um, I've, I've spent a lot of my career in, in sort of commercial or corporate fitness, but I did run my own studio for a couple of years. I did work independently for a little while. So um, I think I spent long enough at it to, to kind of really get a feel for the difference. One of the things that we that we talk about, we, we did an online business certification recently. Um, and one of the things that we talked about is the difference between entrepreneur and entrepreneur. And I think that's as good a way of classifying it as anything. So if we just take a look at what that means, well, well, entrepreneur means it's you. It's your ideas, your structure, your format. You're the one that makes all the decisions. Often you're working on your own or on a very, very small team. Um, maybe you're working in a big, big, big location, but you kind of create your own business inside that place. Maybe you're working in a small little space, but that's, that's entrepreneur, right? And I think, I think just about anything um, in that world is kind of the same as being an entrepreneur in any industry, whether you make toffee or make clothes or you have a tailor business, like it doesn't really matter. Entrepreneurship is what it is. And there's this part of it that is, hey, I'm a subject matter expert in fitness, for example. Um, but the biggest thing that I learned out of, out of trying that for a couple of years was like, man, there are so many things that you're responsible for that the time you spend training is actually a real small piece of the pie. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that because if you've got skills from other jobs or other backgrounds, other pieces of education, if you have a business degree, if you sold cell phones while you were in university and you're really good at computers, all right, well then, I don't know, you kind of have a piece of all the skills that you need to be an entrepreneur. But I do think most of the time when we're talking about younger individuals who are passionate about fitness, who get certified, right? They, they go, they take the leap, they get an accredited certification. I do think that the majority of the strengths that you have are your energy, your passion, your enthusiasm, your own experience with sport or fitness, and then that little bit of education that you got just getting started. Chances are you're not really familiar with accounting or taxes or the ADA compliance laws of running a small business yeah. or the fire code or marketing, advertising, like all this stuff that goes into actually running a, a full business, right? So look, I'm never going to try to convince someone that they shouldn't do something that they want to do. But I think it is fair to try to do a little bit of an accurate skills assessment. Where are you strong? Where are you weak? And if you're weak in running a business, then you, then you may want to spend some time training and kind of just training while you go learn some of the skills that you need or while you go find a partner who knows those things. Um, because by the time you add all of that extra stuff on top of the training role, if you're not already a good trainer, if you don't communicate well, if you don't have a system, if you don't have the ability to deliver results pretty consistently, you'll get buried by the sheer volume of stuff that needs to get done. So I, I think that's what I would recommend is, you know, start from there, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, which one makes the most sense for you based on what you know. And if you do want to go somewhere that you don't currently have the skill set, that's fine. But like anything, make a plan, kind of map it up.
I love that. Yeah, you talk a lot about like communication, but then also being honest, not only with our clients, but being honest with ourselves. Like, okay, this is something that I, I want to strive for this. I love that you just said that. I want to strive for this role. I've never done it before. It doesn't mean you can't do it. Everybody started somewhere, right? Steve Jobs didn't just wake up and he was who he was, right? He grew into that. Um, but you can work your way there, but you have to be honest about what you know and what you don't know. Um, I actually have a post-it note right here on my, it's a little paper on my desk. It says, know what you don't know and intelligently deliver what you do know. Um, you have to be honest with yourself. So I, I love everything that you're saying, Logan. You're speaking my language. <laughs> All right. I like it. <laughs> That's super cool. So like when people are trying to build their business, and I mean, what, regardless of where you work, whether it's in a gym, you're working by yourself, you're in a studio, it doesn't matter. You still have to put an effort and time and work to grow your business. But it's not that we don't want to have not have a niche. We always we always tell people like have a niche or have a type of client that you like to work with, work with and get good at it, right? But there's a lot of people out there, different ages, different goals, different um, different identities who have goal who who need somebody, right? So it's almost like we some people leave people on the table a little bit, um, where they they say, oh, I'm not going to work with that person because name the reason, right? But what are some tips that you would give to new trainers or to any trainer that's trying to expand their business and build their clientele to create a more inclusive space for a wide range of clients, different ages, different abilities, different goals, different identities? I like that a lot. You know what? If, if I just look at my own time, when I was training full-time as a trainer, I would say there was a good 15 years where really the only thing I was doing was training clients, teaching classes, running small groups. So like, to me, that's full-time trainer. When I think back to that time, let's be honest, there's a hamster wheel effect yeah. that happens. You get up at 4 a.m., your first client's at five, you train five people, you run a class at lunch, you try to eat some food real quick, you bang a workout out, you get your primetime clients in, you're home at nine o'clock, you prep your food for the next day, you get up, you do it again. It's an exciting, dynamic job. The people you work with, both your clients and your peers can make it amazing or they can make it terrible, depending. Yeah. But like, but like it's, it's a kind of hamster wheel thing. It's the same thing over and over and over again. I, I think where I was a little bit different was my degrees in psychology, not science. The thing I love the most about my job is working with people, um, not reps and sets and macronutrients and whatever. Like all of that is part of the job for sure. Um, but I, I'll give you an example. I worked with athletes for a, for a couple of years, almost exclusively. And that was the most hamster wheelish I ever felt because they all only talked about winning the next game, the championship, the stats, the, the goalie on the other team. Right. So like they were super myopic, which when you ask new trainers, what they want to do, a lot of them want to work with athletes because yeah. they imagine that being like, these are motivated, driven clients. They're going to get amazing results. I are they now? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you learn, right? But, but yeah. I think, I think part of part of what we're coming to with your with your question is like, well, how do you open up your business to be able to work with more types of people? Well, number one, it starts with mindset. Mm -hmm. So, like, if your mindset is athletes are better than every other client because, all right, I mean, go do it, do it for a couple of years, and then see. For me, for a while, and then it was pretty routine, and then it was just kind of flat out boring. Um, and it's kind of the same thing as any niche, right? If I get really good at helping people with weight loss, that's awesome, super valuable, very needed. Um, but like, is weight loss itself that exciting? Or does why someone lose weight and how it improves their life, is that the part that's really exciting to be a part of, right? So here's, here's my answer to your question. You want to work with more people. You just got to be curious about people. 
So, so gaining clients is about asking questions, getting to a point where you really actually care about what they want and then showing them how with your help, you can get them there. That's what client acquisition is. Getting curious about people means you get to meet lots of different types of people. And it means you get challenged to help them in different ways because a mom of two is going to have different needs than a kid who still lives at home. And someone who travels a lot for work is going to have totally different needs than someone who works from home. And, and for me, anyways, that those different challenges, that was actually what made my job fun, right? Because otherwise, weight loss is weight loss is weight loss. So just ask more questions. Get curious about people. I've learned so much from my clients in, in two decades. They all work in different industries. They have different life experiences. I've learned so much just from listening to them. Um, and so I can't think of a, a, of a better piece of advice to give than just like be open-minded, be curious, ask questions and be willing to learn from them because then the stuff that you have to offer, it's like a trade-off. I get something from you, you get something from me. And that's a way better feeling relationship than like, okay, you have to do what I tell you in order to lose weight. Yes, absolutely. I love that because I'm all about trial and error. And I'm all about, if somebody comes to you with a condition or a question that you don't know the answer to, instead of saying, ah, I don't know, moving on, right? Go learn about it. Go educate yourself and then come back and speak intelligently to them about it. Um, first of all, they'll be impressed, right? That you know what you're talking about. And they'll be like, oh yeah, that my doctor said the same thing. Cool. I'm as smart as your doctor, right? <laughs> to a disagree. But they'll also, like, it gives you a chance to expand your knowledge. And maybe you find, a, for example, a condition that somebody has where you're like, wow, this is tough. But I really like working with people with this condition. All of a sudden, that opens you up to a whole new client base. I love that, Logan. Such great advice. Well, and I think part of your question, too, was like, how, how do I help someone if I don't understand them? How do I have yeah. empathy for someone that's dealing with stuff that I'm not dealing with? You don't have to know the answers. You don't have to know what they need. You don't have to be an expert in their life. That's impossible. They are always going to be the expert in their life. So I don't think we even earn the right to tell someone what to do until we've asked them what they need, what they think, what's getting in the way, what are they willing to work on, right? So, so it, it all kind of ties in, whether you're trying to gain clients or help the ones you have better or hang on to them for longer or get more referrals or whatever. I, I really think getting curious, being there for who the person is, asking more questions, I really think that kind of unlocks everything. It's, it's, a, it's a coaching philosophy, if you will. Um, but I find that in this job, it, it works really well to, to be really client centric, if that makes sense. Yes. I like the way you stated that, that we don't have the right to tell them what to do until we've like taken the time to listen. Yeah. You have to have empathy. And sometimes people just come and they just want to vent a little bit. They don't need you to offer a solution or help them. Right. Like we all do it. Sometimes you just need to say stuff out loud. <laughs> totally. Exactly. Welcome back for another ISSA rapid review. People had this to say about our strength and conditioning course. This was great stuff. Very direct, and it teaches you everything you need to know. Thanks, people. At the risk of sounding cheesy, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a, a, a little piece of what I like to think of, and it's exactly what what you're saying, Logan. Spot on. Ask questions. You know, people are the experts in their own lives. You're not. Here's the cheesy part. Love everyone, just love everyone. I know, you know, might sound a little cheesy, but it's the reality for me is love all people. And if you, if I believe if I enter into every, and I'm gonna call it a relationship because once you start communicating, you have a relationship. Yeah. If you enter that, 
knowing that you love all people and then ask questions. It, you know, there, in my opinion, it, it removes the, any bias or I don't know what all the fancy words are, stereotypes or, you know, I don't want to work with an athlete. I don't want to work with a senior. I don't want to work with a kid. I've said all those things plenty of times to, to, to like a friend or to my wife. But when a person is standing in front of me, what I see is a human being that I love. And if there's a way that I can help them, then that's what I've been called to do. So, so care about everyone. So, Absolutely. Okay. A little weird, but. Um, I agree. I, think, I feel I like my little, my inner care bear just came out. I got oh, <laughs> yes. I'm totally the purple Care Bear, by the way. It's my favorite. Color. All right. <laughs> I don't think I ever had a Care Bear, so I can't speak to that. Um, Do you have a Cabbage Patch Kid? Wait. No, no. Transformers. No, no. no? I with a lot of toys. I thought I had it. No, Lincoln Logs. Weird guy. I was that. I did have those. I did have those. I did have those. I used to put Lincoln Logs in the fan back when fans were made of metal. Oh my gosh. You were that kid. I was that kid. kid. <laughs> yeah, I was don't that get kid. Don't get her around an airplane. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't get her around an airplane, especially a prop. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can see I that. Guess. I can see the trouble coming. So uh, hey, Logan, when I had the, the privilege of working with you, like I mentioned earlier, I believe it was a six-week program. Uh, and it was basically like college for personal training. So beyond just CPT certified personal trainer, which was the content that you taught. There was a lot more content. I mean, that was the best part about it is you, there was so much more that you were teaching. If you uh, consider what a large number of our students where they learn through a textbook or you know uh, online or using downloads or a combination of all of those things, and they don't have the, the, the opportunity to spend six weeks ingrained in it, Taking all the experience you have, having done that for a number of years, if you could say, here are the three things, three things, okay, you've, you've been certified or you've, you know, whether it was last week or last year or five years ago, three things that are going to make or break you as far as your success in this field, in this profession, what would those be? Oh, you're going to hold me to three. All right. Well, I've, I've already said communication is big, so I can take that one out of the three, but remember, it's important. Okay, here's, here's what I would say. Number one, your own personal fitness journey has to be a really big priority for you. It doesn't mean you have to look a certain way. It doesn't mean your body fat percentage has to be something, but you have to be actively engaged in the process. You've got to be a product of the product. You've got to walk the walk. So whether you're trying to lose weight, gain strength, gain muscle, run your first triathlon, climb Mount Kilimanjaro. I don't care. If you're not excited about something, if you're not working on something, if you're not making progress towards your own goal, your batteries are going to get drained because you're giving to other people nonstop and you're not putting the energy back in for yourself. So I don't think you should ever lose sight of the importance of your own personal fitness journey. That leads me to number two. The most and the most beneficial things I've ever learned were working directly with another trainer, another coach who knew something I didn't, who was an expert in an area that I didn't know anything, or even just someone whose who's like belief of the training system was the same as mine, but they were pushing me and holding me accountable and, and like treating me like a client. Um, you know, the busier you get, the more your own workout um, gets squeezed. And so I think, especially if you're coming from a, an online or a textbook 
app-based resource, one of the really, really good things you can do is, is go find a trainer for yourself. Go find a training partner or someone who's really excited about it, who's, who's going to push you and teach you some things and, and be a second set of eyes. Um, I work with a trainer maybe two to three times a year, even now, even 20 years in. And every time I hire a trainer, I say, look, it, it's not about what you know. I, I might know more than you, and that's, that doesn't matter. I need you to do very simple things for me. Help me focus, make sure I get here on time, make sure I warm up properly, you know, check my protein, make sure I'm getting enough. Like these are not fancy things that I need, but I'm a human like every other client. And if you help me with these basic things then I'm gonna be better than I would be on my own. Um, so that would be my second one, go hire a coach, go hire a trainer. Um, and the third one is yeah, just start, train people, teach people. If you're learning something in the textbook and you're not too sure what it means, Try to teach it to somebody else. If you're reading about core exercises in that chapter, be like, hey, mom, I'm going to show you five core exercises. Let's go 30-minute workout on the carpet. Like, you're, you're never going to be ready enough. You're never going to feel fully confident. You just have to start. And you can start with anybody anywhere. You can, I mean, I teach the, the, the grocery clerk stuff when she's bagging my grocery. Like, like teach anybody anytime and get those practice reps in. Um, I mean, make sure they're, they're willing to listen to you. Right. But like practice, <laughs> you're, this, this knowledge is one thing. And then the skill of delivering it is something different. So, so you're getting the content and that's great. You're getting the questions right on the multiple choice exam. That's awesome. But you got to just start getting the reps in of, of teaching and coaching the stuff. So, um, you know, be honest with people about where you're at, you're certified or you're not, or you're on the way, or you're learning something new, be honest about about where you're at, but practice, get after it. There's, there's never going to be a better time to start than like right now with whoever's in front of you. So those would be my, those would be my three. She just got me fired up. You just I got know. me fired up. I'm like, oh, well, I gotta go. I gotta go do something. I know. <laughs> get those I mosquitoes. Love. Go get it. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to send you some bug spray, Dan. <laughs> some off, some woods, deep woods off. Oh yeah. Um, no, I love all of those. I 100% agree. Um, I think I love you, Logan. I would. How big is your suitcase? Can I fit in it? I'm six feet tall. Can I? Can I squish and get in it? Oh, we're gonna be we're gonna be eye to eye. Then that's great. We'll just we'll just meet right right at eye level. Nice, nice. I'm gonna travel <laughs> with you everywhere. You're, you're just okay. gonna be about this girl. <laughs> She's following me everywhere. <laughs> no, great tips though. I absolutely agree. I actually have a trainer too. I compete in bodybuilding, and I have a trainer year round. Um, Cause it's like you said, the accountability, um, the accountability piece for sure. So a lot of words of wisdom, we could do this for a very long time, but I think it would be great uh, if, if Logan, if you could share how people can find you, follow you, learn from you. And, and uh, I, 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 for the listeners out there, one of the things that I really used to key on with Logan and connect with her about is leadership. Logan is a true champion in leadership. So that might be something if you have questions about that, Logan's a great resource for that as well. How can they find you, Logan? I appreciate that, Dan. You're always so kind. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm now full-time with the, with the Pain-Free Performance Specialist CERT team. So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is logan.3dfit. Uh, I think I answer everybody's DMs. I don't get too many. So 
Um, so that's good. That's always a good place to find me. And I, I try to put out daily content there, stuff from my own workouts, stuff from the groups that I work with, stuff from my clients. Um, often when people DM me and ask me a question, I just answer it in a post in the next day or two. Um, and so I, I actually think that's a good way to go. It's one of the reasons why I like social media. Um, and then, uh, and then I'm teaching courses for them online and, and all over the place. So of course, um, if you want to find out sort of where I am or, or what's happening, the whole team is great, but you can always DM me to find out where I'm at. I'm, I'm doing some courses in, uh, mostly in Canada over the summer, but you never know. We've been trying to get overseas and, and see some, some other folks as well. So yeah, Instagram is probably the easiest. Um, so I, I'll leave that with, uh, with anyone who cares to reach out. That's awesome. Are you going to make your way to Phoenix for the PPSC? You know, and now I'm curious, I'm going to go look at the list and, and see who's there. Um, I don't think so. I think we run multiple courses at the same time. So there's usually three or four of us out at the same time. Um, but you know what, if you're a fan of the system, I'm sure we'll bump into each other somewhere, somehow those conferences are coming back. Live education oh. is coming back. There's going to be a way. Absolutely. We'll make it happen. You won't miss Excellent. me either. <laughs> You'll be like, hey, I knew who that is. <laughs> I, love I, that. I think I hear Jenny. <laughs> uh, yeah. You'll hear me coming for sure. <laughs> and and Jenny, you're six what? foot, six one. Yeah, six foot. I'm not a small human. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I love you, Jenny. Thank you. I've been this big since eighth grade, so I'm kind of used to it now. <laughs> you know but i absolutely love it logan um is just gave out their instagram um we're gonna put the link to the pain-free performance specialist in our description as well so you guys can check that out phenomenal certification you guys we all need to continue our education to stay certified so why not find things that you're interested in um this is a really good certification they've got details about it on their website so definitely check it out maybe you'll run into logan along the way as well <laughs> i love it but dan any last words for our listeners today yeah, I'm probably going to butcher this quote, but it's by uh, one of my favorite authors, Coach John Wooden, who uh, coached, you know, UCLA in it for a lot of years, maybe still was the winningest collegiate basketball team. And he said one of his sayings was learning begins when you think you know everything. So keep learning, folks. Keep learning. I agree. I would definitely I, I second that statement. Um, education is everything, but communication. Logan made some really great points about being, um, you know, open, personable, communicating with people. You don't have to love everybody. You don't have to like everybody, but you have to be able to communicate, right? We're going to come across people that we don't necessarily like. It is what it is, right? But communicate. Um, and then also be introspective, you guys, um, no matter what point you're at in your career, especially, I think I would even venture to say that the longer you're in the career, the more introspective you need to be because we're just, we're human and we get stuck in our ways and we think that this is the only way to do things. Well, guess what? Things evolve, people evolve, situations evolve, um, and we have to evolve with them. So, so definitely be open-minded, um, be introspective and be willing to take feedback from clients, from peers, from people that know more than you <laughs> who can get you to where you want to be. So I love that. But this has been a great episode. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Logan, for joining us. Thanks to both of you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you guys for listening. We will be talking to you soon. I always leave you with my best pieces of advice, and that would be make good choices. We'll be talking to you later. <laughs>